today we'd like to welcome Kyron O'Mahony to our NCBI podcast. I'm June Tinsley, Head of Comms, and together with Kevin Kelly, we are developing a series of podcasts spanning lots of different interesting topics for um, people to enjoy. And today is no different. We've got Kyron O'Mahony, our NCBI's Chief Technical Officer, uh, with us talking about everything related to technology. So thanks very much, Kyron, for joining us. And without further ado, if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and when you joined NCBI and um, why you think technology is such an enabler. Thanks, June. Uh, It's great to to be on the podcast. Um, So as June said, I'm the Chief Technology Officer for NCBI. Um, So I joined NCBI in uh, May of 2019. So I'm here a little bit bit over over a year. Um, My background is is technology. Um, I've worked in in private sector for a number of years through companies like Ryanair and Dunn Stores, Granham Court and, and other companies uh, like this. So um, why why did I come to NCBI? Well, I, I've grown up myself. I'm someone with sight loss. I have maybe about 20% uh, vision. Uh, I have uh, congenital nystagmus, which means that uh, uh, I've had a, a visual impairment since, since I was born. So I found through the kind of evolution of technology that it's really just allowed me just to get on with my life and, you know, participate in in education and participate in my career. So for me, you know, one of the reasons that, you know, when I saw the role of chief technology officer in in NCBI, I really felt, you know, given the, the, the success that I've had in my career through technology, I would hope to bring that to uh, NCBI and really be an advocate within NCBI for how important technology is to to people with sight loss in Ireland and really, you know, be able to 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 have some impact in, in those lives. And that's 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 the primary goal where why I've joined uh, NCBI and uh, it's been a great journey. We've achieved a lot in in the past year. And in terms of um, your own experience of technology in different companies, um, and your own personal experience, I'm sure all that is kind of informing the vision that you have for the technology mm. support that you that you feel NCBI should offer. So can you tell us a little bit about what, what you'd like NCBI to um, focus on in terms of the technology support? Mm. I, I think that the, the, the first thing, you know, one of the kind of we, we've broken our service provision in, in NCBI down into a number of key areas. And, you know, the one of the most important uh, areas is is technology support and, and technology training and and this was the one that you know when i joined ncbi i really wanted us to double down on and make sure that people knew that we're available for technology training and you know if you look at every area of of support that we offer in ncbi whether it's within the children's services team within the the, the working age or the older adults team every one of those you know, um, uh, services has a specific need around technology and a specific enablement uh, given by technology. So what we do is we operate, the first step is to make sure people have, you know, an ability to get technology support um, um, for any issue uh, that they have around technology. And that was something that I saw that was working with NCBI and I really wanted to double down, down on it. So we have our nationwide technology support desk and you can call that Monday to Friday between nine and five o'clock and that's manned by a team of technology trainers. So that number is 1850 92 30 60. And that's 1850 92 30 60. 
And that's one of those things is that, you know, people with sight loss have kind of unique um, needs around support. So, for example, something as simple as, you know, if you're trying to pair a pair of, uh, try and excuse the pun, you're trying to pair a pair of Bluetooth head headphones with a computer and a, and a button that's on the headphones might need to be pressed to, to, to get that. Like, we're here to help on that and we'll look up the manual and describe it. Um, to someone with sight loss. So something as simple as that, right up to something as, as complex as, you know, recently when, you know, Microsoft made everyone upgrade to Windows 10, we supported countless members of the sight loss community on helping them go through that journey because not in all cases, their screens might be fully accessible or they might need some sighted support around technology. So that, that was really, really important. And then, as I said, secondly, beyond that is that, you know, people use technology in their day to day lives from everything from mobility to work to, you know, you know, getting to see their friends on a Friday night to, you know, and that was the, the other thing that was so important to me because it's not all about just the basic things. It's also about living your life through supporting around technology. So the key part of that service provision was making sure that we didn't just teach people how to do the basics like touch typing. We also taught people how to use smart technology to enhance their lives. We also taught people how to, you know, maybe use a different type of technology as opposed to something um, that was specifically focused on um, on the assistive vendor. For example, people use a laptop on their day to day or they use a, an iPhone or an Android phone. But it's all about teaching them how to use that in um as an enabler and as a key tool. So we're seeing a real push away from very, very expensive assistive technology down to people using mainstream technology as the key enabler for their lives. So that support around our help desk, but also teaching people how to do that. So, you know, at any point, people can reach out to us in the NCBI and look for, look for that training. Um, and I think beyond that as well, one of the things that we've we've kicked off as part of the the COVID nineteen crisis is we really wanted to make sure that people um, uh, uh, see the message that NCBI is open for business around technology support. So we've we've started doing technology live events now every week. So they take place on a Tuesday at at two thirty on a Tuesday, and they will talk. Um, so it's myself and members of the technology training team, and we do those live and we talk about technology news. We interview. Uh, people with sight loss, and and they tell us about their journey on how technology is a great enabler for them. And then we interview other members of um, of you know the technology areas. For example, we had the founder of Be My Eyes, a very very popular smartphone application on. And then we do those live. And if you've got questions, you can ask the questions during the event, or you can email us for additional support. One other thing that's I think is hugely important as well that you know a lot of times when when people come to us and they say we have a particular uh, training need or a particular support need our team is here as well to advise people on what's the best type of technology for them you know because with sight loss there's so many different types of sight loss and there's so many different ways that a piece of technology um can um can support them for example as someone with, with low vision how i set up my iphone and my iphone is probably the most important thing for me uh, as a technology enabler how i set that up is completely different to how many other people with sight loss will use their phone. So we actually offer that advice as well around, you know, what is the best type of technology that um, uh, that you can uh, that you can utilize? And as well, if you'd like to buy that technology, we offer technology sales and after support for it as well. So that's that's a that's a key. Um, uh, that's a key thing that we we focus on on the technology team. One final thing, John, I'd like to mention just in terms of how the service that we provide for people with sight loss around technology is we're launching technology virtual groups around the country at the moment. 
So we've kicked off some of some of them in Kerry and Cork, and that enables people who you know who you know people with sight loss can come on and talk about how they use uh, their own technology to to be enabler in their lives, but also just have a conversation that's around technology. And it's not we'll sit in the call and answer questions, but it's really you know it's it's there as a as a mechanism for people to reach out and and get ideas and support around technology. And they're really exciting. So if anyone would like to take part in one of those uh, regional um, virtual technology groups, do please uh, send us an email to labs l a b s at ncbi dot that's really, really, um, really nice service. Thank you, Karen, for for going through all that. I think um, certainly the, the COVID nineteen pandemic has reinforced how important technology is for people to stay connected and to stay um, in touch with all their their families and fam family and friends. And I do mm -hmm. think the other issue that's cropped up, um, as you say there, that, that those technology support groups, um, mm -hmm. because certainly having spoken to some service users, um, some might be more familiar with apps rather than others so even mm. just peer-to-peer -peer learning is really really important for people to have the space to discuss those topics and I, I think one of the things that we we looked at really quickly and you know what tends to be talked about more and more on those, on those groups is how people are using let's say commonplace apps like netflix or spotify or you know um even just eat you know how, how you know what are the issues that that people have because not every app is perfectly acceptable and we know that and we're advocates for that here in the ncbi but you know for for companies to make their apps more accessible but in a lot of cases people have found workarounds that maybe we don't even know of yet so it's really useful for other people with sight loss to kind of you know say oh well there is this issue with i, I don't want to pick on just eat but let's say there is that this issue with just eat and if you use a specific jaws command or you can use voiceover on, on an iphone in such a way to get around that and that's been incredibly powerful for people to just say actually you know this mightn't be the most accessible tool but there's ways around it and there's there's ways that we put in place and or someone might say well actually you know what the Deliveroo app is is much better from an accessibility point of view again not not picking on either of those companies yeah, specifically just but example. just yeah. as pure, purely as an a, a, as an example you know um, and that's been really useful and it's also been great for us to see maybe there is company x that is really is working really well in terms of accessibility and then we we're trying to to let everyone know about that so if there is a solution that's out there um, or a new feature that's out there we, we try to let everyone know either through the technology live events or through the uh, or through the support groups as well yeah it's a very exciting time to be involved i think mm -hmm. um however everybody however not everybody's on that page i think um and i suppose we all know some people who are a little hesitant to kind of embrace technology or are a little uncertain of how technology can um, revolutionize their life and make daily challenges more simple. So what kind of, what would you say to someone who's hesitant about um, embracing technology? Yeah, that, that, that's a really interesting question. I mean, for, for someone like myself, who's always been kind of very, very into technology naturally, it's something that, you know, I, I've used in my career, but you see that not everyone is, is you know, you know, they might be starting off on, on on a journey through their own sight loss, maybe it's something that you know that that has been a sudden thing, and they might have used mightn't have used an iPhone in a certain way, or maybe it's just they're not they're not you know particularly technically um, proficient. And what I would say to that is, you know, 
I think for a long time, people were, were worried that, you know, technology might break or they might do something wrong. But the reality is that there's huge support available from us here in the NCBI. We don't turn people away with Cyclos and their families as well. Like, you know what I mean? So uh, I, I would always say reach out to us if it's the case that, you know, we can offer some support or assistance around, you know, just basic a how-to guide or, you know, maybe have some quick tips for you if you're if you're very early. And, you know, that's that's sometimes that's all it is. People would ring us up and say, I've just got an iPhone. Can you tell me how to make the magnifier work? And then then that's it. That That's a very quick touch point for us. But also, they, you know, I would say it's so important just to reach out to us and 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 for us to 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 understand what you're going through because we we do that every day and we're also in a position where we can offer you as much or as little training as you want. And a big part of that as well is that is that let's say for example in that in that case where we teach someone to use a magnifier and an iPhone it takes time to adopt that and it takes time to practice that. So, it, you know, technology can be very overwhelming, but we're here for you as much as you as you need that technology support. And I suppose it's that key reassuring part. It's so important mm. to, to hold people's hands who are a little more hesitant to embrace mm. it into their life. I think it's so important. I think what's what's what, what I'd add to that as well, which what we excuse me, um, getting a bit tongue tied. What we've seen has been hugely powerful piece of technology for, for people with sight loss. I know I've referenced iPhones and laptops and things like that, but what's hugely powerful at the moment is uh, Alexa's and, and Google's, you know, Alexa, uh, Google Home and, and Alexa Echoes and, and things like that. But they're also extremely affordable pieces of technology. And the fact that they don't inherently have a screen and they're controlled by your voice, they're the perfect tool for someone with sight loss. So I, I think it's important to, to recognize as well that, you know, um, there is a barrier to entry with technology and technology being quite ex quite expensive in some cases, but that's not, it's not always the case that you need the most expensive thing. It can be the case that, you know, for, for 40 euro, let's say, for example, for, for an Alexa dot that, you know, you get all of those same features. You are able to, you know, ask it, you know, hey, Alexa, read me the news or hey, Alexa, I'm kind of I'm purposely saying that incorrectly so I don't activate people's Alexas as they listen to this um, podcast. But wise. Very wise, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm on the technology uh, live events, I, I say, hey, dingus, but I just want to give some <laughs> some, uh, some some context to that. But again, you know, if you look at one of the most powerful things that, that I found through using uh, smart technology uh, uh, is, you know, as I walk into my office every morning in the NCBI, and hopefully we'll, we'll be all back working in our office as soon as that I say, you know, Alexa, read me the news. And, and I know it sounds like such a simple thing, but you know, that, that, there you go. It's a 40 year device. It's reading the news to me. I never thought that I would read newspapers. I typically don't read a lot, you know, um, uh, of written content because, it, you know, it strains my eyes. So I try and keep that to a minimum. Whereas now I'm in a point where the news is read to me every morning when I come into my office. If I need to know the time, I'll say, you know, Alexa, what time is it? And it's just something simple like that is a huge um, uh, enabler for people. It really is removing those barriers to thinking, well, I thought at one point, I couldn't read the news or I couldn't keep up to date on, on, on topics, but by such a simple, smart device now, you know, I can converse with my friends and family on, on the latest uh, in politics. And if you can put up with me, you can, you can listen. <laughs> um, sorry, you just activated our Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Did I really? That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> you stop saying that word. I keep jumping up and down. I'll, I, I'll switch back to Dingus then, will I? Hey, Dingus. <laughs> Forgive me, but I have to say, Alexa, stop. Having chatted there about um, the value of Alexa and all the other Google Homes apps, um, what is your favourite app or piece of software? 
I, I do you know what I think? I, 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 I'd answer that slightly different. My my favorite piece of software or hardware really is uh, my iPhone. And the iPhone for me has been um, such a huge enabler. Uh, one is that it's it's very easy to set up for someone with sight loss. So even, you know, making the text size, you know, very big, like I, I use, I think the second largest text size on, 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 iPhone, on iPhone, but also I used to carry around with me um, um, before the iPhone, I'd carry like a, a small magnifier and I carry, carry um, uh, a distance telescope. So now I don't I don't carry those anymore. I, I literally just use the magnifier feature that's built into the iPhone. And what's hugely empowering that for me as someone with sight loss around that is that no one knows is that I'm using the accessibility features on my iPhone to see uh, a bus that's coming up. You know, previous to that, I, I always felt very self-conscious using um, a telescope, you know, if I wanted to see the numbers in the bus because people, you know, and, inevitably will look at it because it's a little bit uh, different whereas now it's a mainstream device it's you know something that most people have in their pockets whether they have an iphone or an android phone and i use it as an accessibility tool but i also use it as a phone i use it for you know instagram like everyone else or uh, you know but it's it is the most important tool that i carry in my pocket for um for for sight loss a technology tool that i carry in my, in my pocket for sight loss so i always tell a great story is that the biggest fear that I ever had was traveling on my own. And about three to four years ago, I traveled from my home in Dublin to New York, to an apartment or to a hotel in New York, completely on my own, un, unguided. And I used my iPhone for the entire time, whether it was hailing a taxi, whether it was getting on the right train, whether it was, you know, uh, uh, in the airport, being able to zoom in and see when my flight was boarding. And I got actually got to the, the, the hotel and I was thinking, I can't believe I actually did that on my own, but I used one piece of technology the whole way across. No one knew that I was, you know, any different from anyone else. And I thought that was just the most empowering, uh, empowering thing to use by, by just one piece of technology. So absolutely, I would think my, my phone is the, the most important sight tool, sight loss tool I have. That's really, really interesting. And I suppose uh, it's, it's, it's a reminder to people that it's literally in your pocket, this yeah. uh, tool yeah. that can, can give you such freedom. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I suppose, how you mentioned earlier on how people can get in touch with the NTBI labs through our helpline. Mm -hmm. um, is it a free service? Yeah, so all of the technology supports and all the service provision within um, NCBI uh, is free. Um, and it typically, I mean, the main uh, national support line operates between, I think it's 8 a.m. and 8 a.m. Uh, 8, 8 a.m. and 8 p.m., excuse me. Uh, the technology support desk operates between 9 and 5. We, we man that. I think the other thing I'd point out is that it's also, it's not just a free service for people with sight loss. It's also a free service for their family and friends as well. So if you're if you're supporting someone with sight loss, it's a, it's a service that's available to you as well. I think that's one thing that people don't, don't always know about because, you know, in a lot of cases, for example, let's say you have a friend or, or family member who, you know, buys a new computer or buys a new iPhone and they've asked you for sighted support. We're, like we're available to help you help them set up their their device as well. So that's that's a really important uh, feature of the service just to let everyone know about. Yeah, that's a really good point, because obviously many people um, with sight loss challenges might rely, rely on their family or friends to, to activate things for them. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, it's a good to know that. Um, and in, in terms of how people can support the work of NCBI labs, if it's a free service, obviously there's a, there's a cost to NCBI to, to run this free service. So if someone wishes to be involved in supporting the work of NCBI labs, how would you suggest they can do that? 
uh, I think there's two there's two main areas. One is that I, I mentioned earlier is um, is that you know technology is expensive, you know, and and we recognise that, and we we have ways that you can help get more technology into uh, our service users' hands. So we've launched a new initiative called Eyes Online. So if you'd like to donate any of your older technology to support people with sight loss. Um, you can go to donate.ncbi.ie. And also, if you'd like to uh, just make a once-off or a recurring donation, um, you know, um, which greatly helps support the service, as June said there, you can go to donate.ncbi.ie and um, you, can, you can support the services provided by MCBI and NCBI Labs. Thanks, Karen. So I suppose just to, to recap there, people can give a financial donation through uh, donate.ncbi.ie. Um, or alternatively, they can donate old laptops or technology that can be repurposed so our service users can um, avail of them and be able to stay connected with their family and friends and be um, have access to NCBI labs for themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, one, one thing I forgot to mention on that one, June, if you don't mind me just adding in, is that all of the technology that we get in, I know people were concerned with the data that might be on them, we wipe all of the all of the the laptops completely clean we upgrade them to the the latest software that we can put on and then in addition to that to the person that we give that technology to we will support them and set that up for them so the donation is the first part of it but we also you know we tick all of the boxes along the way to make sure that the person that that you have supported through that donation has gotten the right training has gotten the right software so that's a really important point as well so it's a it's a hugely powerful piece and and please do donate any i know a lot of us have you know older iphones or they have uh, laptops that they they don't use anymore because they're great but it's it's a, it's a hugely powerful service and it's it's a very practical way to ensure more and more people can avail of the ncbi lab service mm -hmm. and the wealth of technology at their disposal um i suppose just to conclude kyron do you want to give out the ncbi labs helpline number just one more time sure so it's a nationwide number it's a nationwide local number so it's 1850 92 30 60. that's 1850 92 30 60. excellent and as kyron said that number is available and manned um, Monday to Friday between 9 and 5 p.m. Happy to answer any technology queries or offer support through that helpline. So listen, Kyron, thank you very much for sharing with us your vision for NCBI Labs. Um, and I look forward to more and more service users availing of the breadth of fabulous services on offer through your team. Thanks, June. Great. Thanks, William. <laughs>